0: Do you want to find solutions on how to make decisions faster, how to solve problems with your teams, or define a clear strategy that resonates with your staff and customers? There is a workshop for that. Hello there, I'm Nati Ravez, founder of La Workshoppers. I'm a collaboration consultant and workshop facilitator, member of an amazing workshopper community. In this podcast, I meet them to get the best advice on facilitation, and I'll let leaders and managers speak to understand the challenges they are facing. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this episode of the podcast on team performance and collaboration. Team collaboration is key to accelerating innovation. But what are the essential factors of healthy collaboration based on trust and communication? Why do companies often separate team process management from team climate management? What changes in mindset are needed to create and foster collaboration within a team? And what is our role as facilitators? To help me answer these questions, I am joined by Stefano Mastro Giacomo, the designer of the team alignment map and all the tools included in Strategizer's book high-impact tools for teams. He has led digital projects for well-known Swiss companies, advised executives and cross-functional teams, but also taught and researched project management at universities. Throughout this episode, Stefano shares his thought on the challenges of team collaboration, the gaps that the tools he has created feel compared to agile and waterfall methods, the importance of linking process and team climate to drive innovation and the impact of collaboration on team performance. Listen and enjoy, and don't forget to give me your comments.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's stay ourselves. Okay,
1: let's Hello,
0: Stefano. On. I'm so happy to have you Hi here. Hi, Nati.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for your invitation. I'm happy. I'm
0: super to... happy to have you here. We just switch in English because... Um, you are living in uh, Switzerland. You have uh, mm-hmm. such an uh, Italian uh, Italian name, Mastro...
1: Mastro Giacomo. <laughs> Ma- Mas- it means master. It means master Jack in English. It's not complicated. Ah, okay. Mastro Giacomo. Mastro Giacomo.
0: But actually, when we talk with, yes. each, with each other, we talk in, uh, in French. So now we have to switch again. Yeah. So super happy to have you here. Thank you. Actually, you were a project manager like mm-hmm. I was for mm-hmm. years and you are the designer of the team alignment map from High Impact Tools for Teams. Such a nice book that I couldn't take with me on my world traveling because it's too heavy (laughs) for my backpack. I was so happy to meet you. And I have to say, I didn't think I would uh, meet such a cool guy. You are very funny in real life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So let's hope that our listeners uh, share the fun with us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So you has been leading digital projects for uh, Mm Swiss-based companies advising cross-functional leaders and teams and teaching and doing research in project management at different universities. This mm-hmm. is your bio. True. And since you're, you developed so much tools for team collaboration, which I really like and we will talk mm-hmm. about the, the book after, but my first question for you is two questions. What is collaboration and what are the collaboration challenges
1: big question natty <laughs> so <laughs> okay let's let's uh, respond rapidly to these two very important questions so what is collaboration well collaboration simply put is working together for mutual benefit mm-hmm.
0: a good simple answer
1: and so i help you you help me And there are many challenges here. Um, Collaboration is something we do. We are a social species. It's encoded partly in our DNA. And then we also learn that culturally. But challenge, um, the two challenges, since telepathy has not been invented, (laughs) if we have to help each other, (laughs) the challenge number one is to find the mechanisms to put things in common. And that is called communication. Actually, Mm -hmm. the Latin roots of communication is to put in common. And, well, that goes well many times, but that fails also many times, um, that process of putting things in common, which is communication. So one series of tools I have developed are really around that process of communicating better among ourselves so that we build more mutual understanding. That's what I call alignment. Now, do you put things in common with people you don't trust that much? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I tend to hesitate (laughs) and I think I'm not the only one. And actually, that's the challenge number two, which in reality should be challenge number one. Actually, you need to have a certain level of trust to even enter into communication with someone. And that second challenge, uh, I will be eternally grateful to the work uh, that has uh, built over the years Amy Edmondson on psychological safety because that allowed me to accelerate my understanding. Trust is a very complex phenomenon. It deals with cooperation and conflict, etc. Complexity is really, really in the air here. But with uh, thanks to the work of Amy on psychological safety, I was able to sort of instill uh, the vitamin of psychological safety in some other tools that are all simple. I always I, I consider my role as simplifying collaboration. So if you wish, what I do is I take the helicopter I go in disciplines that are not super common for project management or the management community, uh, like uh, linguistic pragmatics, evolutionary anthropology, uh, psychology. uh, And I tend to integrate some of uh, the core concepts they find into simple tools any team member can use uh, to make collaboration better in the team in these two aspects. Alignment, communication, and trust and psychological safety, which we know brings more innovation in the team.
0: Yeah. And these are the tools that I discovered in this book. You started with this book, or you saw, you started to create all these tools before the, the book, actually?
1: Well, actually, I created the tools for me first. <laughs> <laughs> for my teams. <laughs> okay. And they were absolutely not in the state they are today. They were sketches and ideas and, and, you know, flip charts and, and things like that. And, uh, maybe for our listeners, um, I don't know. I think I have printed something here. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> I, uh, we, we don't enter into sharing screen and things like that, but basically there are five tools. These two are posters mm-hmm. and these three are checklists for mm-hmm. us as a team member. And we might come back on this. So no, I, I, um, if you wish, um, there are many great methodologies for project managers out there, whether you're agile or so-called waterfall Um and it's all good. <laughs> the fact is that I was missing some very specific pieces mm-hmm. for the communication and the trust part. So the idea was not to reinvent methodologies, but to complement with a series of plugins that are easily accessible for any moment. And I built these plugins first for uh, my own usage. Then I, s- I, I noticed that people... My teams and uh, the teams that were, w- I was working with were using them and so on, but in a very prototype mode and so on and so on, and after prototype after prototype. And then came in Strategizer with Alex and uh, his fantastic team, where uh, we brought this to another level, you know, how Strategizer is tool oriented. So then comes in design thinking and prototyping and testing and then it became a toolkit
0: yeah a toolkit that i've uh, been used uh, in my own workshops and uh, i'm really i'd be
1: curious to hear about your experiences with the tools (laughs) yeah
0: i use them in combination with other tools i have one of my favorite workshops that i had because it was a very emotional workshop the ceo told me please go to these teams. These are three managers. They are not communicating with each other. There is mm-hmm. one which is mm-hmm. very choleric and uh, and one who is, uh, as soon as he's frustrated, he don't say a word. So the communication was not that good and I, I had to think, okay, how I will do that? And I used one of the tools in the third session. I decided to do three sessions to not have them in one room in one day. I thought it would be too much. So I thought I would be I would do three workshops of two hours and let one day time between the three workshops. So the first workshop was roles and responsibilities. So we had to clarify what is their own roles, their responsibilities, and my first question was actually after icebreakers and everything and create a safety place Mm with legos my first question was what do you think what is the job and the responsibility of your colleague and this Mm -hmm. is how we start all the things and we were working on that and in the second workshop it was challenges and solutions so that we can point out what are really the pain points and how do they think they can solve it with an ideation session? And I kept for the last one because I thought the two first workshops will create the safe space and the third mm-hmm. workshop we can go really on the tricky part of communication. So okay. I used nonviolent the
1: nonviolent request guide
0: request In the last session, and I told them from the beginning, from the first workshops, be prepared that in the third workshop, exactly, (laughs) be prepared that in the third workshop, you will learn to talk to each other. The first question was, what do you appreciate from your colleague? And they had two minutes, three minutes, I don't know anymore, to write it on paper but what they didn't think they would have to do is to stand in front of each other, and by looking in the eyes, say what what is on the post it, and they always mm-hmm. turn to me, you know. Yeah, Nati, actually, it's very nice because no, no, no. I said no, no, no. I'm not here. I'm not in the room. You have to talk to each other, and it was the first step. With a little bit, they were went red and whatever, and then we used an nonviolent request because I told them now you know what you like from the other but now you have to learn to also say what is going wrong what you don't like what we, you would like to have differently and then I used uh, the list of adjectives and verbs and I prepared some cards like you have in the in the tool and it was very very emotional and at the end to to commit we made the team contract and they had to sign. I prepare a big oh, a big wow. uh, so it was
1: excellent. I, I love it. Excellent. I really
0: I, I really like it.
1: Excellent.
0: And I think you you just have to yeah, prepare see, the things and it's, yeah.
1: um, whoever is in charge or involved into delivering something with other people. We know that emotions can get high, especially yeah. when the deadlines are coming.
0: mm-hmm.
1: And you see, one of the plugins I developed quite early, actually, was the Nonviolent Request Guide, is how to manage conflict constructively and turn that into healthy conflict, not into destructive conflict. Destructive conflict is when you damage the relationship because you make 99% of the time someone lose their face in public. Yeah. It's often a matter of lack of respect. So that guide... is built built that tool. It's a checklist that really helps uh, express your disagreement in a very assertive way that is non-judgmental for the other person. So the other person has the opportunity to respond also. So it's a protocol of communication for constructive conflict. And then what I like is that you moved on to the next stage, which is okay. Now that... We have expressed that. We have opened a space up for discussion. Let's agree, build agreements on new rules of the game between us. Mm -hmm. And then we move to the poster, (laughs) which is the team contract. Yeah. Which is really a super simple poster. You have no idea. When I started, so it's a circle. I think I have a copy here. Yeah, so that's the team contract. I just twisted the the circle of expectations, actually. Gave it a different name after hundreds of iterations, really. The first version of the team contract, so the rules of the game here, do's, don'ts. And I made the experience, like you, I I remember I have one very precise example in, in mind, a digital team that is not talking to the communications team. And they are collaborating on the website and and then they have events and so on and so on. And there has been a fight for three years. And I remember being with the leadership of both teams in a very nice place, by the way. (laughs) And um, so I put the posters first and I was next to the poster facilitating. Mm -hmm. Because when emotions are high and people don't have the language for expressing them in a non-destructive way they tend to stay silent or they need a third party, an external facilitator. And so they were both management teams were sitting next to each other, but they were just looking at me, only me, or talking only to me when they were addressing the other team and also looking only at the poster. But the beauty is that, This is a process I've seen more than once where when emotions are high for too long, that external third party, you, plus the help of a visual tool that tracks the conversation, creates a safer and safer space. So at the beginning, they only talk to you. At the end they talk to the poster. You're not there anymore. (laughs) And at the end, they talk to each other. (laughs) So it's part of that trust-building process that I've come to realize that, again, it all depends on the level of conflict that is already present. Some situations are very difficult sometimes. So we are just enablers for that. But over time, I have noticed that really, really 10 times out of 10, where it starts with you, then the poster, then they talk to each other. Yeah. As they're clarifying rules of the game, perception gaps are lowering, uh, they're understanding the other point of view on both sides. They've also let some emotions go out. Now, that part is crucial for innovation, yeah. So if you wish, one, one, one of the, the ideas behind the tools and the book is that often we tend to separate what we call team processes and team climate uh, and trust, if you wish. So activities, project management, deadline strategies, and so on, are managed by the managers. Whatever has to deal with the climate and so on is exported to HR. Or to external coaches. Well, I believe these two go together.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: And so that's why the plugins that are in the book really integrate both, both of them. So in one way, um, they complement the existing methods with the acceleration of the activities we have to do to get things done. But in the same time, they also know and consider that trust is super important and psychological safety is super important. So that should be instilled. Well, we could talk about that for hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you'd like to join me for a podcast episode or discuss the challenges you face at work and how I can help, book a free call or send me an email. All the contact information is in the show notes. Yes, yeah, so actually... <laughs> When I listen to what you're saying, a facilitator is here to enable this communication, but you and me have been also project managers. It means that we, we've been working with different kinds of departments which are not talking the same languages. An engineer has not the same mm-hmm. language like a technicians. They have also not the same perspectives. And you, are, you were talking for a minute ago about arch. HR, they are dealing with all the people uh, in a company with the same difference of languages, difference of hierarchy mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. So what is the role, actually, the role of all this manager? Is it, isn't it the same role like the one of a facilitator to enable communication? Why I ask? Because I think that a facilitator, an external facilitator, is someone who can bring something because he's not um, in the company and he can be neutral. But should facilitation not be a skill that should be developed also by managers and HR people because it's a tool to enable communication? Do you follow
1: me? <laughs> well, uh, yes, I follow you. If there was a philosophy of, and there, there is probably, I'm unsure about that, but philosophy of management, it's almost a philosophical question. What's the difference between leadership, management, project management, product owner, uh, project manager, program manager? You know, all these roles we have created at a macro level, they are different. Mm -hmm. Okay, a Mm -hmm. facilitator is an external neutral person, doesn't have a project manager, has no access on resources, a product owner comes earlier on in the process, but this is at a very high level. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go down in a meeting, (laughs) it's what I call the micro level, just in a meeting, we're just sitting there (laughs) trying to get some solution to a problem together. You see, a different logic applies. Um, yeah. it's no longer about uh, a role, but it's about the skills we bring to the table and the creativity and how we put in common our diversity of uh, knowledge, opinions, etc. cetera. So I would distinguish micro and macro. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we have all these uh, tags that have different implications at a high level, but facilitating, managing, leading happens, and that's a strong bias I have, happens in the small. Mm -hmm. What I tell you, what you respond, what the other person said, what I understood. So uh, at that level, I'm trying to push this idea of collaborative leadership. We're all responsible. So you might have some other responsibility being in a, horizontal function like HR or a project management office to facilitate the logistics for people to meet or to find the right course or et cetera, et cetera. But when we are eventually in the room together trying to solve an issue, uh, that's why, again, I invested so much in developing these simple tools so that everyone can feel empowered to contribute. And push more towards this idea of collaborative leadership. Our team's success is everyone's responsibility. I try to get away from that vision of the person in charge having all the answers, and uh, we just go and ask questions and we get the answers. Nobody knows. When we innovate by definition, nobody knows. (laughs) So we have to experiment and fail. The fact is that these skills, when I mean these skills, in terms of communication, in terms of building trust with other people, in terms of managing conflict constructively or leading with inclusion. It's cool to be diverse, but if you don't include people (laughs) in the questions you ask or what you do, diverse, you won't benefit from diversity. So what are the techniques to do that concretely? Because I've been trained for many years in in both I graduated from a management school Mm -hmm. and then I took my project management classes and most of the courses I had, well, well, that was a, a while ago, presupposed two things. So, for example, you would find in a project management course that a project manager has to be a great communicator. An HR professional has to be a great communicator. A leader has to be a great communicator. Okay. Yeah. But tell me exactly what do you mean by being a great communicator? It's almost implicit yeah yeah we're we're great community okay it's a statement but then what's what's the user user manual of of that and and the same for managing conflict etc etc so this the idea now that we have simple tools that empower everyone and if you want you you feel like you have a really a strong acquaintance with these tools than other people well well then just do and help them the others do better um so i i come back to this idea of collaboratively leadership uh in the team
2: hi i'm katrin siebex from facilitators connect and i have something for you if you are an entrepreneur in the field of facilitation keep your ears wide open there is an event that you should not miss if you want to scale up your business and leverage your skills it's called facilitators connect and it is a retreat which will take place from the 11th until the 15th of september in the netherlands five intense days with top speakers who will hold exclusive workshops where you will get the most out of your own positioning but also your sales and marketing strategy with speakers such as Ahmad Munawar, Axel Vanquali, and the well known Brittany Bowring. Grab your coupon in the show notes to get a special discount. Sign up super quick at facilitatorsconnect.com and join 40 facilitators from all over the world for five intense days for your business, for your network with like minded people, but most of all, for yourself. See you soon.
1: We as facilitators still have a role to play. I mean, because these skills are not widely implemented in organizations today. Okay. No. So uh, ultimately, maybe in 20 years, we have no work anymore because the, whatever we do has been acquired. <laughs> through the schools and the teaching and the experience. And it has become some sort of best practice, I hope. I mean, it's the best we could wish to uh, this way of, uh, of working together and being together. Yeah. Uh, but there is, some, there is some work ahead of us because uh, we talk a lot about collaboration, but I see a lot of competition inside companies. The competition is not necessarily collaboration. Uh, and so when people, when people compete with each other, they, they work around each other, but not with each other. <laughs> that's yeah. a big difference. So that's where I believe we have sometimes in front of us for uh, teaching and helping, facilitating uh, the work of teams so that they see that these practices work. Because once you experience that, it changes your perspective on it.
0: Yeah, and I, I love the fact that we are really starting since a few years to develop that because it means that we have a role to play, we have things to transmit, and um, this is what I I talked yesterday with uh, Axel Van Quai, who is a visual facilitator. She is the founder of Drawify, and I told her my first question in each. Podcast, what was not the the same question for you today, Stefano, but <laughs> normally my first question is how did you come to facilitation? Because I think it's fascinating that no facilitator today in 2023 is coming out from the university telling, Oh, I've studied and I'm a facilitator. We all have different backgrounds. Mm. Mm. Uh, we mm-hmm. are all coming from different area, And like mm-hmm. you say, maybe in 20 years, it will be completely differently because we have bring the things to the uh, mm-hmm. university, to the managers, to everybody. And it will be different. Facilitation skills will be something that you need to have and that will be teached more and more. But I like the fact that it's uh, we are not in 20 years, but now so that we have our role to play that you and Strategizer and a lot of other companies are bringing these tools that are simplifying um, things that we are not aware of. And I like this very much.
1: There is no arrogance in what we're saying.
0: No, 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 no. no.
1: It's it's measurable. Yeah. So uh, in my trainings, I do an exercise to measure the impact Mm-hmm. of team alignment on task performance. And basically an aligned team performs four times faster than a misaligned team. So it's a 400 increase in performance in both time and quality. Now, if you Google a study or proven impact of psychological safety on teams, you will see the the, the increase in innovation, the decrease in uh, turnover, the in- increase, in creativity etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's documented now and it's measured so there is something really positive in what we are promoting and doing by bringing to the modern workplace these collaboration practices because remember all, all of this in the end is a way of coordinating mm-hmm. and coordinating The etymology of it is really the harmonious functioning of individual Mm -hmm. parts. So, and if there was one definition of management I would like to bring to the table or facilitation, if you go in the very small, it's the harmonious functioning of parts. And that takes work for years, given the complexity of the tasks we manage I have seen around me a lot of collaboration neglect. So, people don't invest time in collaborating with others. They presuppose that the other people know and, and uh, understand and so on. And everyone is focusing on their own to do lists. But actually, to benefit from collaboration, you have to invest in collaboration. It takes time to create a nice collaborative uh, yeah. setup. Where everyone and the team can thrive—it's it's effort. So collaborating takes time. So now we are doing it as external facilitator with uh, the teams we're working with. But the idea is really to uh, diffuse these practices more yeah. and more, so that the teams become autonomous. Yeah,
0: this is a great job. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is why I am doing this. Because I was suffering for the lake of collaboration and uh, this lake of collaboration, this lake of communication, these uh, misunderstandings, it is a big barrier to to feel good at what you are doing.
1: It's a highway to stress and burnout. <laughs> no, that also is uh, it's uh, widely documented. Yeah. Mm. And I, I, if my memory is not wrong... People in cross-functional roles, so like facilitator, project managers, et cetera, et cetera, they have twice the burnout rate of other functions.
0: Yeah, but I I, I feel it. I easy. feel it. I mean, uh, uh, I was talking yesterday with a workshop facilitator that I know, Ravier von Westphalen, and he told me I was a consultant and my energy was drained and I became a facilitator and I get a high level of energy. I was energized through my job because I mm. enable the others mm-hmm. to put out their expertise.
1: Very very, very important word Ena- yeah. enablement. <laughs> very important word. Thank
0: you so much Stefano. I know that we could discuss for hours and uh I had uh, some other questions of my list, but you know what I will do? I will uh, send you my questions and make uh, maybe a a nice uh, article with these other questions but uh, for this podcast today i think uh, it was very very nice to talk about collaboration and communication thank you that you've been here
1: thank you nati it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure um for those who are listening (laughs) plenty of examples in the book Concrete examples on how to use the tools um, to help teams collaborate and communicate better. Yeah,
0: and you have also the possibility to download some of the um, tools.
1: All of them. All of
0: them, all of them, exactly. But read the book because they are the canvas are nothing without the explanation and how to come or how to facilitate them, so... Thank you so much, Stefano. To
1: Download the tools, teamalignment.co or strategizer.com. Exactly. <laughs>
0: thank you very much, Stefano.
1: <laughs> thank you, Nati. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye. La <laughs> happy New Year's Eve.
0: Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you found the insights shared by Stefano interesting and useful. Please let me know your thoughts and also your experiences maybe with these tools in your own workshops and with your teams by sending me an email or contact me on LinkedIn. And if you didn't know about these tools and want to learn more, you can download them from the Strategizer website or buy this book, which is definitely one of my favorites. For more information about Stefano's work and his approach to project management and team collaboration, You can also find all the contact information in the show notes. In the next episode, I welcome Brittany Bowering. And I can say I have this kind of, oh my God, fan feeling since I've been following her journey as skilled workshop designer and facilitator and trainer who has worked with companies such as Twitter, Lufthansa, and Procter & Gamble. With her background in marketing and a huge experience in workshop design and facilitation and with her journey as a freelancer, she is an outstanding speaker and facilitator for the Facilitators Connect retreat, which will take place in the Netherlands this September. So if you'd like to know more about Brittany, be sure to tune in in the next episode in a fortnight. And if you want to join the retreat, please don't forget to grab the coupon, which gives you discount on your ticket. Here again, all information in the show notes. And until next time, I wish you health, success, and a lot of happiness. Au revoir.